hosts, Farah, Layla, Nima, Marianne. Don't forget to follow us on Snapchat, Twitter, and IG at OT Podcast. And feel free to send us any questions or inquiries or any feedback at otpodcast at gmail.com. And right now we're available on iTunes and Google Play. So you can go ahead and check out our other episodes on there as well. And um, today's topic we're going to be talking about is red flags and deal breakers in relationships or actually like guys you're trying to get to know in case like in our case right Mm -hmm. so the first question today is what's the difference between a red flag and a deal breaker when you're getting to know someone so Leila start us off so a deal breaker are probably things that you can't tolerate Mm -hmm. at all to be with somebody Mm -hmm. so for example like if your deal breaker is the person is not the same religion as you that's a deal breaker you're not going to marry them that's mm-hmm. what we call deal breakers so something that would make you not be with that person mm-hmm. and then mm-hmm. a red flag are just things that i guess people do that just set off bells in your mind that kind of make you hint okay this is maybe a problem or maybe the start of an, mm-hmm. a problem in the future mm-hmm. i think that's uh, i agree with Layla what she's saying i feel like deal breaker i mean sorry uh hints or red flags are the kind of hints and signs that there might be an issue with this guy or girl or whatever. They're like little hints, like oh he's this or he's th-. like he's immature, mm-hmm. right? But uh, I feel like a deal breaker would be like something that would determine if a relationship can work or not, like make or break a relationship, right? Mm-hmm. So you won't go for like you said somebody who's like outside of the religion unless he's like converting or whatever. Yeah. But I. I agree with what you said about the deal breakers. I think as well that there are different types of red flags. Like there are minor red flags and really big red flags, right? So really big big red flags, it might take one or two of them to be an entire deal breaker, but then there are minor red flags. So smaller things that you might not like or qualities that you might not like that they have, but they might not be, I guess, a big enough or... A big enough reason for you to end the relationship or the process as a whole yeah 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 that's good um so that goes into the next question um what do you guys look for in a significant other they i mean nima like you are already married mm-hmm. but like you can go ahead and answer this <laughs> uh, i go for i went for somebody who keyword went right uh, I went for somebody who's ambitious, who's respectful, who has good family ties, um, who's just confident in themselves, and they just make you feel good about yourself, right? Mm-hmm. So, I don't know, I just, uh, I don't know. Okay, so what are the qualities, like, you looked for before you got before married? Before I got married? That? Yeah. Well, I w- uh, number one, obviously, religion. Like, does this person pray? Does this person know God, you know, is wary of God wherever he is. Um, I think communication too, like the communication with me for like for once, it has to be like on point, you know, I can't have him texting me or calling me like one day and then I, I like Monday and then I hear from him back again on Friday. Like there's no, that would be a deal breaker for me, you know, communication. So I think communication's huge. Um, his aspirations in life so what he wanted to do you know like to get us further so he had intention or we had intentions of getting married so it's like we had to establish that before and that conversation had to come before 
before we got married. So I asked him, like, what are you looking for? Am I the one for you? Like, what makes you think I am the one for you? Like, there are questions that you're Mm -hmm. supposed to ask him before you do get married. So I just knew that he was the one, but, um, because I knew him before, Mm -hmm. but, but still, yeah. What do you mean? That's so adorable. <laughs> I don't even know if follow up. Um, you said qualities mm-hmm. that you look for, I guess, would be, I guess, similar lifestyles. So for me, I feel like I'm a pretty laid back person. And I don't think I'd mesh well with someone who's super type A and like just like perfectionist mm-hmm. type thing. Um, somebody smart definitely smart <laughs> yeah, I agree and um, I guess funny but I think that's what everybody says yeah yeah like you want someone who's fun and that can like make you laugh and I don't know who has a good sense of humor that's not like super serious all the time mm-hmm. where like you feel like you can't joke around or it's just makes everything just stressful like you're walking than... on eggshells yeah, yeah yeah or like yeah I think those are the main things. I think those are the three main things. And then Dean, too. That's mm-hmm. the fourth one. <laughs> so four main things. <laughs> Throw it in there. <laughs> uh, okay. I those guess, are yeah. really good. Yeah. General qualities. I agree with colors. What about you, Noor? Um, I think I, I think I only have a... I don't have a really long list, but I feel like they're all, like, things that I can't... I can't sacrifice yeah. in the context that, like... I think the biggest thing is someone who's, like... Not just Muslim, but someone who actually loves their deen. And, like, they don't see their deen as a burden, mm-hmm. in a way. Like, they get they get excited about learning new things in Islam. And, like, they like, they like learning new things. They enjoy Ramadan coming. That's really, really big. Mm-hmm. Um, I would say family ties, but not even just that. Like, good relationship with not just their mom, but good relationships with their siblings. That's yeah. really important. And even, like... I know, like, not all siblings are really, really close, but for them to just, like, like to want to be close to their siblings and always being there to help their siblings, because that's very, very important. Um, I don't know. I would say, like, uh, yeah, like, a sense of humor as well, like, ambition. Yeah. Um, ambition, good akhlaq. <laughs> good akhlaq and good manners, because that's very, very, very important, like, their akhlaq. And uh, socially conscious is something that's really important to me. Like, someone who... Uh, like they not just read that's very true reads and they're like aware of what's going on but as well like they're socially conscious in the context that black lives matter is important to them they understand feminism and things like that because if those are things that are really important to you and they don't agree with that and they might make fun of it or they just might think that's pointless and that's important to you then that's kind of like them disregarding an important part of you being close-minded is like really yeah being oh my god being close-minded it's it's very it's very it's there's different types of closed-minded you know what i mean there's they're just complete closed-minded where you're just like you won't do anything won't try anything new and then there's like not closed-minded but there's just people who might not always be like very adventurous Mm -hmm. but like if you take them into the environment they're gonna like it you know what i mean but Mm -hmm. yeah those are all the things that are just important to me that's an amazing list i love it i think i agree with um all of you all together um you guys all said really good qualities did we miss anything no. No. Do you, what about physical traits? Do you guys think that's an important thing? Uh, yeah, to a certain extent, yeah, it is. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You have to be attracted to him in order for you to actually. Islamically, yeah. you should be attracted to your spouse. Yeah. yeah. You know? But, but it's not everything, though. 
I feel like we it's more focused on the guys' physical traits, and in us, we always have to forget. It. That's something like yeah. we forget. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Guys, we fall in love more with their personality. No, guys, mm-hmm. like they usually have a list of like a hundred things that if you don't have that, they'll just say forget it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but girls, I feel like are a lot that. more. You know, mm-hmm. I feel like it's just it's like physical traits should be to the point where it's kind of not the not the make or break but like a bonus yeah where it's like but it can't be t- i guess like you can't force yourself to be attracted to someone you're not yeah, attracted you to can. you can't exactly. someone you might not be 100 percent. no you could be like attracted not even attracted you might think someone's like oh he's cute but then once you get to know him yeah that makes him so much more attractive or like, even unattractive. Yeah, that's yeah. very true. It's very true. Well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Just depends. Okay, um, so that brings us to our uh, other question. So what are your red flags? Red flags but not deal breakers? Um, red flags would be, I guess, like we were talking about someone who's closed-minded, so very argumentative. Mm. Like if you say something and they just kind of go... Defense mode. De- defense mode, yeah. Like they're just not willing to... like. Like, when, say, you and you and I have a conversation and we're debating about something, <clears throat> but you're not willing to even listen to my side, you're not even willing to take into consideration, yeah. someone who's able to change their mind when they hear, a, like, good evidence mm-hmm. or good opinions, that's what I look for, because mm-hmm. it means, like, you can actually negotiate, talk, make agreements, you know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So someone who just, like, rebuffs and just so firm on their opinions, even if it's wrong or even if they have all... Even if it's right, but like you're not even willing to listen to somebody else's side, I think mm-hmm. that's a huge red flag. Mm-hmm. Of course, yeah. I think bad flop is not. That's a deal breaker. Actually, I take that back. Bad flop is a deal breaker. Okay. But I can't not stand rude niggas. But it's not. <laughs> yeah, and I don't like um people who use like, uh like I would say this is a red flag bordering on deal breaker offensive like language in the context that they use, like words like they say oh Females. you're so, yeah or they say like. Like, they call females like birds, or they just <laughs> use like, broad, or they use yeah. like the word um. They might, word. Yeah. Mm-hmm. they might use the word retarded, and mm-hmm. they just throw it around willy nilly very quickly, mm-hmm. or they might say stuff like "oh that's so gay" and stuff like that that just turns me off. I'm like, why? So they're not aware of their language. Yeah, because yeah. if you can't, or reckless with yeah. it. Yeah. it's okay like if you say it and like you know someone might just say hey that's not cool mm-hmm. and they stop it's just like they drop it they swear constantly oh, like, that word yeah constantly if you cuss here and there like we all cuss here and there you know what i mean but here it's just there, like yeah. every single other word so it's a red flag for you if a guy swears constantly yeah okay and yet bad akhlaq akhlaq is a deal breaker because swearing a lot is a sign of bad akhlaq so that's that what if he has like one like, word he says constantly and he just can't break it because it's really hard it is it hard. is tr- it is it's really hard but i just mean that. like offensive language where it can be offensive to another person like do you know what i mean yeah but you know what um, like if you have someone who's like has a mental illness your family and there's somebody that you're talking to they always say that word i can tell you what a red fl- uh, a deal breaker a red flag like, is for you don't know, hmm. um bad grammar Oh, 100%. <laughs> if I have to literally go back to your text message and have to read it five times just to see what you're talking about, that's a complete a red, flag. red flag for me. Yeah. That's mm-hmm. like borderline, some yeah. crazy shit. True that. Did you even go to school, bro? <laughs> <laughs> or I feel like some some guys don't even care to like text properly. Yeah. They just write whatever. Yeah. like, And then they expect you to write back something. I think a red flag is someone who only wants to text 
and oh. not meet up or talk. Ooh. I'm not a t- I'm not a person. Oh, you know what else though? Sometimes I can be really petty and I'll correct his English for him, and really? I'll literally correct his spelling and I'll put the asterisk. There, not there. Yeah, and you know the difference. <laughs> but um, I would say yeah, I'm not someone who enjoys text message. I feel like like all the girls on the podcast like we're all friends, and I feel like they all know for the most part. I do not like texting. I think I just I don't like it. It's not my preferential means of communication. I prefer to talk to people on the phone. My thing but too, texting is more like if you're busy and you are it's replying a every like a quick yeah. message. Or, or making plans yeah. or something like that. Yeah. It's just easier to text. Yeah. But like or if you're not available to talk. Mm-hmm. But to have like text back forth, back forth, back forth, back it's forth actually for like time a, consuming. For half an hour, like just call me for both free. Yeah. Texting that much. That that thirty yeah. minute conversation could be five. What minutes. if you're at work and you have time to text back but you yeah. don't, you're not supposed to call But I mean like boom, 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 back and forth, like and you're replying every thirty seconds. Like, no, but I think she means like when she's like, if it's both eight o'clock and you're both at home, eight p.m. and you're just like texting back, like every second your phone is going off, and you're not, the other person. you're not busy. Yeah, yeah. Oh, no, it's that. just easier to talk to someone on the phone. Yeah, I don't know who doesn't say, "Oh, can I call you?" I just call straight up. I'm like, <laughs> "Yo, I'm tired of this. I'm going to call you right now." No, I wait yeah. for him to say it. I'm like, "Nah, fam." <laughs> but um. Oh no, with guys, I don't like in, like when you're first getting to know them. I don't like talking to people on the phone. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, they just, you never know. Mm-hmm. I, like it's you're not comfortable giving out your number that easily. Yeah, not just that. My boy walks into my room a lot. <laughs> She's just gonna be like, "Who are you talking to?" Um, Leia, um, Farah. Mm-hmm. I didn't know their voice was that mean. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. For me, I don't know what like to waste time, right? Mm-hmm. So I'd rather text for like the first couple days, and then afterwards, he should ask me to uh, give him a call and then whatever we talk we see if we click if we click we end up meeting in person and then it hits off from there if i end up not liking him when i see him i tell him bye and that's it no like no harm done everything's good right Mm -hmm. what about you uh nemo what's your red flag um my red flag was your red flag what was um well i told you lack of communication like that's huge for me i think i think knowing before you get into a relationship, you'll know how they are before. And even you know what? I respect people who tell uh, tell me, yo, I'm a bad texter. Mm-hmm. Just, like, bear with me here. I can call you. Like, I'll call you. But another thing I told you, like, immaturity. Oh, yeah. Immature. If they're immature, it's just of like, course, bro, yeah. are you going to be immature your whole life? You no, know? but I feel like that's a deal breaker for me, though. Immaturity? Yeah. I feel like you, you get a sense of them, like, how they will be. So it's like, that could be a red flag. And then maybe later on, they can change. I don't know. It depends. Because I feel like people can change Im- their immaturity. They could be. Because when they're younger, like, they're immature. And then they grow older, they grow out of it. Right? Mm. But What do you mean immature in the sense of what? Like, what do they do? I don't know. Like... They keep playing around. They keep playing around, whatever, like, like finessing and all that stuff. I guess. Like I don't a know. Child. Like a child, yeah. Like running around, like. A, and I also think somebody controlling. Controlling. Oh, f- somebody of controlling is a red flag. Someone I think. telling you what to wear, yeah. how to dress, how to like stress, what kind of friends you should have. Yeah. Have no reason. Have you can't go out. Exactly. Yeah, you can't go out with your friends this weekend. You can have friends. an opinion. You can have an opinion, yeah. But it's somebody telling you what to do. It's like. You're like you're not allowed to go with Farah tonight because you're no. I just don't and want you to go out with. Married. And you're not even married. It's like bro, like mm, take a seat. You know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What about um? Deal breaker. If a guy hangs out with all his friends all the time, is that a red flag or a deal breaker? Red flag. We talked about this. It depends on the friends. Yeah. Really? If their friends are good, yeah. I feel like if they're yeah, like if they're 
It depends. Okay. What if he's constantly with them? Like he's always texting you. Oh, like I'm with, I'm with my friends. Like I'm like playing every ball. single. Oh, like night. I'm playing 2K with my friends. Oh, I just came back from work. I'm going. Can to I see a picture? <laughs> like who are your friends? You like, know? Do you mean like you're with them like seven days a week? Bam. Yeah. Some there's some guys that's that are not, like. That. I would say that that's even are necessarily like if you're doing like harmless stuff. If you guys are just all going out to eat or you're playing. No, but like I thought you said family is important to you so why where's your family in this why is family? it just your friends? i'm sorry it's an issue when he's spending more time with his like his friends than me that's an issue yeah that's a huge issue I, even when you're dating even not when you're mm, well it depends what if you're dating like with the intention to get married like you get a sense of how they are with their friends right? why would you date even if what do you mean like, i don't know some people are oh. freaking okay. sorry <laughs> no no yeah no but <laughs> I know, I know what you mean though. It's yeah. um, I think that like if his friends are like not benef like do you know what I mean? If they're not pushing you towards good things, mm-hmm. then Why? it's an issue. Yeah. That's a red flag. But if you're with them like two, three days out the week and you're just hanging out with them, then like that's whatever. But it's like if you're with them twenty four hours a day, seven days a week, you're barely at home. You come home to change clothes. Okay, that's a, that's like a serious red flag. Yeah, because where's your job? But I feel like. <laughs> But I feel like a lot of us. Nobody has to hang up with their friends back. You know what's funny? Yeah. I feel like I don't see my friends on weekends. I see my friends more on weeknights. Is that weird? Like in the context that it might be like I work a nine, I work a nine to five, and then like it might be oh they'll hit me up at like seven p.m. on like a Wednesday or whatever. I feel like I see my friends a lot during the weekdays, but it's not like I'm with them seven days a week. Mm-hmm. It's like I'm with them maybe like two, three. Yeah, like on days. average, how much times a week do you think it's okay to hang out with friends? When you're dating? Twice is fine. When you're dating? Yeah. Okay. But, like, here's no, the actually, thing. in general, each person. Like, what do you think's too much? Everyone's different, what do you though, right? Four. Four, like, four mm-hmm. days. If you're with them every day, that's way too much. But how long are you with them? Like, are you with them for, like, 30, 40 minutes? I no. feel like it's all subjective. Yeah. You know what? A lot of people, their friends live in the same neighborhood. You know what I mean? So they see each other. But it's... Do you consider that as seeing them if they are no. from the same neighborhood no, no they're down the street yeah no like if you're going to like shisha spots every night okay like going out yeah yeah but the funny thing is like if i'm on my way home from work and like Farah's house is on my way home from work mm-hmm. so like if i call Farah and i'm like hey uh i'm gonna stop by your house and i go to her house for like an hour or two i don't even know if i consider that hanging out no like going out that's just chilling <laughs> that's just traffic is bad exactly yeah, yeah. yeah. I think it's fine when you hang out with your friends like three times a week or something. Yeah. Like, yeah. Once is dinner, once is like a movie. coffee, and once is a movie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's not bad at all. It just depends on what you're doing, right? So that brings us to what are your deal breakers? Like the end all. Mm-hmm. You nope. ain't with yeah. this guy no more. <laughs> I can answer this first. Mm-hmm. Um, guys that talk reckless mm-hmm. about other people. Do you know what I mean? Preach. Like, if like he is a grown... And this this is for, like, girls as well. If, like, guys and girls are just getting to know someone or whatever, or in general, just talking reckless about people they have no business talking reckless about. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, he or she feels so comfortable talking to their significant other, they're talking... Basically, they're talking shit mm-hmm. about other guys, other girls. Like, so what a gossiper. Yeah. Why would a grown-ass man be talking shit, like... What is your issue? There's some ants out here, you know? Like, not just that. There are guys that do it. There are girls that do it. And they just talk. Like, you're getting to know someone for the sake of marriage. Mm -hmm. And you're literally just out here slandering someone. Mm -hmm. 
You know what I mean? That's a deal breaker. That's the that's a huge deal breaker. Mm-hmm. That's a nog right there. <laughs> that's a I'm gonna go call your Hoya. <laughs> For real. Life. Yeah. Do you have another deal breaker? Um, like I said before, uh, la. Like that's a really really big. I thought one. it was a red flag. No, I said I said bad language. Said bad is language is a deal is a red flag, but bad ahlak is a complete deal breaker. Deal breaker. Okay. Yeah. Like you can tell a lot about someone from the way they treat um like a, like a, a server yeah or like a recent stuff like that. If they're not saying like please or thank you, that's kind of like or that's kind of like it's not nice. It's very rude. Yeah, you can tell yeah. a lot about someone like that, and the way that they like talk about um the way they res- they answer their mom's phone calls or even their siblings' phone calls. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, you know what I mean. True, yeah. Like if he like if they're, I don't know. Like I feel like if my sibling texts me, I'm or they call me, I'm gonna try. I'm gonna do my best to answer because you don't know if they need something, or even if the way they talk about their family and mm-hmm. their friends, you know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. What about I think somebody who doesn't have ambition is a deal breaker. Uh, somebody who gives false promises is a deal breaker like somebody who says oh yeah I'll give you this I'll give you that selling dreams don't sell dreams you know Um, somebody who is scared of commitment in the long run Mm -hmm. you know Uh, no not being faithful that's a huge so you would never forgive a cheater that's a good question if he cheats once Mm-hmm. Most chances are he's gonna cheat again. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I'm I would s- have trust issues. Yeah, definitely. It from, would take a while for yeah. me to. And especially if you're someone who has problems trusting people in the beginning already. Like, I feel like it would be a deal breaker for somebody who's been through it already, right? Yeah. Somebody who's been cheated on before and got cheated on again. Mm-hmm. That's a deal breaker for them. Like if they get cheated on again, it's like I'm done with guys. Some people are just like, oh forget it I you feel know? like there are also like just general deal breakers for like some people like if he drinks if yeah. he does drugs stuff like that yeah. like I feel like those are general deal breakers for most people Same. yeah but then I feel like when we're talking about like um what if I think a deal breaker for me would be like you said somebody who drank some is the deal is a deal breaker somebody for you guys like um in the past they had like a CU past like a what? Like a they had a past that they used to do party things that are permissible, permissible, and like it depends, right? Yeah. I mm-hmm. was it really bad? How bad was it? I feel like I don't want to judge people either. Yeah. Because yeah. yeah. like some things you do, maybe somebody else thinks that's not good. Right. What so. if they had a bad past and they never told you about it? Islamically, you shouldn't even tell You're people a liar. about your that's sins. A deal breaker. No, but if you ask, if I ask you a question, I want you to be honest about it, right? No, but so it isn't depends. it harm to not be honest about something? No, but it depends. Like, are what are you what are you asking about? If it's a deal breaker for me to gu- have a guy, like want a guy that um, has never drank, has never drank, okay. and he has, okay. right? And he lied about it and said he has never. Well, he's he a liar. should. He it's should, a deal breaker yeah. for me, so if, he's supposed to honestly tell no, me. No, no, no. I feel like okay. I feel like it's kind of weird because. If you ask him, I feel like he should tell you the truth, mm-hmm. but I feel like he shouldn't, most people won't voluntarily give up that information only because Islamically, you should hide your sins from people. Yeah. But is that going to be an issue though later on when you hear but it that's the street? The, that's that's that. why I don't, that's why I don't know. I'm in no place to say if they should tell you or they shouldn't tell you because I do know Islamically, you shouldn't outright tell your sin. You're but right. if he does ask, I, yeah. you ask, then he should. Yeah, for sure. 
Okay. Some people don't do that, which is really bad. But, then but that's, that, that means you're a liar. That's and then that's the trust issue right there. It's the red flag. Any other deal breakers, guys? Mm. Those were like four. <laughs> is somebody who didn't go to school a deal breaker for you guys? For Nora, it is. Yes, it is. And I will say it. <laughs> Explain Wait, why. somebody who didn't go to school? If he's an school? entrepreneur and he gets his thing going on and he's like very like... Successful. Yeah, successful. successful. I don't mind. It's all good. Yeah, I don't. You could even go to like college and do your two-year uh, diploma. I don't mind that But either. that's still educated. Yeah, but there's a difference between. But that's them. still. You educated. want a guy that went to university. Yeah, personally. Yeah, personally. Yes. And why is that? I don't know. I just do. It's just a personal thing. I, it, you know what? I don't want to even say that. Yeah, I do, I do want him to have gotten an education. Mm-hmm. If he went to college in three years, mm-hmm. if he went to university, but I do want someone that did get post-secondary education, mm-hmm. that is something that's just important to me. Yeah, me too. That's what's up. I like that. So, next question is, do you guys think Somali girls have high standards? No. No? No. Not at all. I think some people do. No? <laughs> I think some people do. Mm-hmm. I think some people, like, paint a really What do you consider a very high standard? He has to make 100k a year. Okay, that's very like exaggerating. Like there's some people who have that. Like some people. I feel like we all <sighs> said that when we were like 19. I never said we that. We were all. Hey, I, want him Mima, to make I did. You know 100K. what? You know what? I was you never mentioned. out here when people were saying they're gonna be married by 24, 23, 22. <laughs> and you know what? I was the one who was saying. People get married at 27, 28. There's n- there's nothing wrong with that. Everyone's like, no, I'm gonna be married at 21. Okay, that's yeah. Not, guys. I'm just saying. Well, well that was their thing, anyways. So a very high standard. Yeah. Like Nima said, there's some honestly people some people who want that, like breaking six figures. Yeah. Uh, they want six someone foot five. six foot five. That, that's yeah. uh, light skin, looking like Dro basically from Insecure. Yeah. You know, they was the only one that got that. <laughs> but um, <laughs> no, <laughs> I feel like though, like that's like that was that was unrealistic. Yeah. yeah exactly. So they painted. So they painted. They painted a false like. A false picture almost. Yeah, but these but days, do you guys think that Somali girls have high standards? No. Like today, like not back in the day. No, I don't. So. I feel like during I've, weddings, they do. Really? Some people do. So? I need this, I need that. Like, they're very needy in terms of what, but in terms but of they wedding. Sh- but they shouldn't, like, uh, go ahead and lower their standards. That's what they want. It's their one day, right? I know it's your so, one. Okay. Are you talking about, like, the what, a wedding? Yeah, the way yeah. the wedding is set up. But there's yeah. levels to this, right? Okay. So if the girl wants a 100K wedding, can you afford that? No. No, so that's that's why a so guy. So why are you demanding something you can't afford? That's why a guy or and a girl needs to have a conversation before and say what he needs to say. What are your standards? If this is taking us to marriage, what do you want in the marriage? Mm-hmm. And at that point, he needs to realize if he can provide that for her or not. Mm-hmm. If she or says, if he, "I want a twenty k wedding," can you really do that? Yeah. You are know? you marrying him? Or yeah. Are you marrying the wedding? Exactly. A lot is, of girls don't marry the wedding, yeah, and then they, they get very sad after the wedding's over. It's like. I just threw twenty k in the garbage. I could have used that as a down payment on this. Then that means that. that she needs to go and like get connected with Elahe more. Exactly, right. and, and know the meaning of marriage yeah. and all that. No, because you guys have to be on the same wavelength. Like, exactly. if you prioritize wedding, wedding? ceremonies mm-hmm. and showing off and things mm-hmm. like that, he, you, that's something you guys would discuss in the beginning. Yes, right. 
But if he if he also is like, yeah, you know, it's really important to my family that I have a wedding, and she's like, yeah, my family as well. We're supposed to have a big wedding. Mm-hmm. That's something you guys agree on. Mm-hmm. But then if I'm somebody who's saying, no, I don't want a big wedding, blah blah blah. Mm-hmm. It's not important to me. It's not important to my family. Mm-hmm. And he says it is. Mm-hmm. Then that's something where you guys don't agree. Mm-hmm. But but that's you, can, you can work, you can on, work that. on that. You yeah. Can compromise. And the thing is, it's like. Like Nima said, people are more in love with the idea of the wedding mm-hmm. than the marriage within itself. There's just like a groom and right there. You're just trying to fill a box. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And it's kind Whatever. Of, it doesn't matter who he is. Just yeah. You know what I mean? And the thing is, you can have a... I say this to everyone. You can have a really beautiful wedding and not spend a lot of money on it. It's just... Yeah. The problem is... Okay, I'll explain something to you. If you guys ever noticed... Why non not not just non Somalis but like non Muslims specifically? Why they have very long engagements is because like yeah, some of them live together or whatever, and it's not a big transition. But a lot of them, the reason they do it is they know weddings cost a lot, and they put deposits down. So right when they get engaged, they put the deposit on the hall, the deposit mm-hmm. on the photographer, deposit it on the mm-hmm. caterer, yeah. so they can work through the year to pay all of that off. But Islam, it's like you're supposed to get Islam, married. Islam exactly. Mm-hmm. So. Um, so well, technically, we'll rush, rush the engagement. Process. Well, you, technically, yeah, you would have to and wait a yeah. while for the wedding. But some people, you know, that's why. But mm-hmm. like in our daqa, like usually there's not a long wait period between the nikah and yeah. the wedding. It can be the same day yeah. and the same within the same weekend. And the sodon is when his family comes to ask for her hand in marriage. Sometimes it's three before. or four months. So mm-hmm. that's why we end up shelling out a lot more mm-hmm. money. But yeah. you can as well. You can learn a lot on YouTube. You can budget do it yourself. Yeah. Budget. You can do really amazing things if you're willing to research. Yeah. And learn for yourself, then mm-hmm. you're able to have a really beautiful wedding mm-hmm. for a lower price. Yeah. But you know what? If you can, if you and I speci- specify this, if you both mm-hmm. together, because it's not just his responsibility to yeah. pay for the entire yes. wedding, you. Are, if you are able to contribute, mm-hmm. you know, if you're working, you guys are able to put money together and afford this wedding. Because it's it realistically, it's not yeah. fair to expect a guy yeah. to shell out tens of thousands of dollars by himself. You know what but I like, mean? But, like, in terms of standards, like, we're talking about standards of a, a someone you're looking to get married yeah. for. I don't think Somali girls have a high, like, high standards. I like, I know Somali guys say that all the time. Somali girls want this, this, that. Literally, is it such a hard thing to ask for someone who's um, in school, in school. school, in school or finished school, someone who works, someone who is nice to his family, respects women, and likes their what name. else? I feel and like has a car. Yeah, I oh. feel like all the time they go, "That's unrealistic." Has a car. <laughs> like, anyways, like <laughs> people always go, "Like that's unrealistic. This is unrealistic." I feel like we don't. Some girls don't ask for millionaires. No, we don't ask for someone who has a freaking doctor, or PhD, or whatever. No, don't. It's literally like. Can you just be a functioning member of society? There you go. That's it. Mm-hmm. Like, can you just be someone like me? Mm-hmm. Like, you're not looking... Like, I don't think it's fair that, like, say, I'll be like, I want someone who's a doctor and I'm not a doctor. Mm-hmm. Or, like, a lawyer and I'm not a lawyer. Mm-hmm. Obviously. But someone who, like, can just fulfill the husband role. Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like all... So, so I gotta go, oh, no, like, you should be with me, ride with me, rock with me, blah, blah, blah. But it's like... <laughs> oh, that's a really interesting I don't know. concept. I don't think we have high standards, honestly. It's like, that's a really high con- interesting concept in the context that, like, when we talk about standards, are we just talking about the superficial things and not them as a husband? Yeah. Because you know? the thing is, these standards that, like, when I think of standards, I think of I have to meet those or exceed those to mm-hmm. put that on someone else. Yeah. yeah. I'm not going to yeah. look for someone who 
I don't have a friggin' Maserati and I want him to have a, a Maserati. No. It doesn't make sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> like, but if you're somebody who has a car and has a job, it's not hard to look for that either. No. I know? only want, okay, right now my life, my house is very, like, comfortable and, like, amazing or whatever, right? So what are you going to do with to my life? What are you going to change about my life, right? So the fact that I'm taking you in, or actually we're going together mm-hmm. so what is that changing about me mm-hmm. you know what i mean like you always want someone that's gonna you want to be on the same le- wavelength but you want them to be a source of motivation mm-hmm. and inspiration and you guys working together and building together kind of like say if you're like don't take me out of my mom's house to somewhere that's less comfortable exactly like, you know what i mean why take me somewhere equal or a little bit better better yeah yeah, yeah. I couldn't have said it better myself. Yes, girl. Okay, so <laughs> the next one, which leads to this, is would you lower when you get older mm-hmm. your standards? I don't think that people lower their standards when they get older. I think it's just they become more realistic about things that may have been unrealistic before. Yes. Yeah. yeah, I think that's... And yeah. I feel like it's always subjective to... Yeah, it's subjective to you at the time, right? Yeah. So when you're 18 or 19, you have... You might have ridiculous standards but when you're 23 24 you're kind of you kind of realize where you are in your life and you're more self-sufficient and at that point you're not looking for someone to take care of you necessarily Mm -hmm. as a whole Mm -hmm. you're looking for a partner yeah you know Mm -hmm. what i mean but i feel like people expect that like the second you hit 28 29 you have to lower your standards you don't you You don't don't. like who says you have to get married at this age you, know, you don't have to get married at 21 22 mm-hmm. if you do allah mubarak with some mercy from allah subhanahu wa ta'ala but yo what Eli, what allah plans yeah. you can't avoid yeah so yeah. it's always mm-hmm. about just self-improvement mm-hmm. and always working on yourself and building a good life for you and your family and yeah. if they come they come yeah if a somali guy is not checking for you at 20 29 there's plenty of non-somali muslim brothers out there That's true. get yourself or, a yeah. bed <laughs> ben. <A> ben. <laughs> Don't ben, kill me. Ben converted to now he's Ahmed. Ibn Ahmed. Ibn Ahmed. Okay, so this is like a more like a little bit of a heavy to- a heavy like question. Mm-hmm. Um, so why do you guys think there's a lot of divorce in our community? Mm-hmm. Whether it's our parents or our gener- generation. Like if it's related to standards? Yeah. I think I, like no communication. Like or I feel like something must have gone really wrong during the like during while they're together in the house. Like mm-hmm. something like cheating or something like like constant cheating or arguing, you know, like nonstop arguing. Um I don't know what else. Or I feel like, like a deadbeat dad or something. Yeah, somebody who's not there to support you. You're like you're doing everything yourself. Like you're cooking, you're cleaning, you're going to work you're coming back home like every, the house is messy like, like you know literally it's like th- that person is not your partner anymore it's you, you're basically yeah they're a burden on you you're yeah. exactly. but I, I think that when it comes to like the older generation we have to remember like in somalia mm-hmm. right we have the war yeah and with the war like this is all this is your home this is your homeland this is where you were educated where you learned everything right so you end up like this couple with their children they flee to another country right and what can you do there you might not speak the language your education isn't accepted you saw a lot during the war that can cause ptsd Mm -hmm. things like that and with 
coming to a new country, it can maybe put friction on the situation. Or maybe they, they got to like shut off a toxic man when they yeah, came to Canada or and like or, or he might yeah. not or where he was used to being a provider in Somalia, mm-hmm. he come they come here and, and they're they not able to provide in the same way. Yeah. So they just think to themselves, Why am I gonna stay here? I'm gonna go back to Somalia. Yeah. So they go back to Somalia. But Somali mothers are the most resilient people on the face of this earth. Yeah. You know what I mean? They, have a lot of they end up they end up raising five kids alone Two or jobs. six kids. Yeah. Patience. And I yeah. feel like and it's it's kind of it's really crazy because like the Somali fathers it's like they dip and they just they don't support their kids. They might not talk to their kids for 5 6 years and then when their daughter's getting married, they have to look for the father. But then if you think about it, like I'm trying to compare other countries that have went through civil war and came here, mm-hmm. other cultures, I don't see as much single mothers in their cultures yeah. as opposed to Somali women. It's true because how many countries can you think of that have gone through that have gone through a similar war? Yeah. And like, it's not. It's like they the might be their dads are still in the picture. They're still like, supporting them just, somehow. Like it's with from a lot of stories I hear. It's like it's just the abo's gone and not even supporting them at all. At all, like and, financially or anything. And it's so crazy because like. You're, we have, like, our parents will always, like, or elders always remind us, oh, you're Muslim, fear Allah, fear Allah. But those are still your kids, fam. Mm-hmm. Like, if you, you might not be the best fiscal supporter, but you can still support them emotionally. You can still support them in other means that mean just as much. Mm-hmm. And I feel like yeah. in our generation, people are more in love with the idea of, the, of the wedding than the marriage itself or the foundation of their relationship isn't a lost parent mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. when you when it isn't you end up getting lost in the sauce yes. yeah. I think like with our parents generation it's there's so much more to unpack yeah there's like a lot more layers and issues mm-hmm. both our generation I think it was mostly just people getting married very young and very quickly very quickly yeah they didn't know not who thinking they were. it through yeah, yeah. Like, you're not the same person you were when you are 18 and no, now. No, definitely not. Like, I can't say that is the reason why, but I think maybe if I had to think about it, it could be. Mm-hmm. So this brings us to our last question. Um, so I've always wanted to know this. <laughs> um, <laughs> so how do you guys know a guy is actually the one? Like, you don't want to talk to anybody else but him. But I don't understand. For the rest of your life. Oh, oh, so like you're getting to know someone. How do you know he's the one? Yeah, how do you know he's the one? Like, how how long would it take for you to know that? I'd like to know as well. What would I? I, am I, <laughs> I don't know anything. Lima, we can ask Lima. you. Oh, since you're I'm married. You know what's going to happen? Lima's going to kick us I'm out of her house. Always, right? yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, when, the question is, when do you know? Kind of or how do you one? know he's the one? And when do you know? Like, how yeah. far into it? Yeah. You know? Um,. Probably like two months, you know, in a couple two months. months. A couple months. Two months to get to I know think, him and like yeah. actually like for real. And then him. I would ask. I ask the question, "What's your intention with me?" Literally, you have to ask them straight no, up. No, but you would ask, "What's your intention with me?" Way before that. No, but I wouldn't bring marriage right away. Like I would talk, and I can't say to somebody like like I'm talking to Layla and I'm talking to you, and I'm like, "Of hey, course, what's yeah, going yeah. on?" Mm-hmm. I, okay. No, what's right your, away. Yeah. Right away is like what a week. Yeah. Okay. If he doesn't bring it up, I'm not gonna bring it up. Mm-hmm. But my intentions are to get married. Mm-hmm. I don't want to date you just to date you mm-hmm. and walk around with you just mm-hmm. as arm candy. Mm-hmm. I don't do that. Mm-hmm. I want to get to know you for marriage. If you don't have the same intentions as I, as I do, right. I don't want to talk to you. You're not in the same mind frame or mm-hmm. whatever like as me. 
Right. Why are we wasting each other's time? Mm-hmm. Right. Two months is wow. I in my head it's like, like when to bring up. No, marriage? for me it's like okay. okay. If I start talking to someone, in my head the end goal is marriage. Yeah. One hundred percent. You know what I mean? But I like bringing it to, up though. Bring, that's the thing. No, to know he's the one. I haven't reached a point yet. For me, I'm thinking like six to eight months. I'm thinking like maybe. But I'm, that's. I'm, it depends on the person. I'm yeah, thinking exactly. Maybe it'll take me four to six months to know he's the right one. Yeah. Now, when will I bring up marriage? Okay, our first few conversations. I'm just gonna be like our first few conversations. I'm gonna be like, hi, how are you? What's your name? Where do you go to school? Da da da. What do you do? Da da da. What's this or that? Okay, once we feel somewhat comfortable enough where we're texting fairly regularly, I'll be like, understand, I'm not here to date for the sake of dating. Mm-hmm. I'm, I, like, this is for the purpose of marriage or that's it. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So it depends on who you're talking to, right? So if you were talking to somebody before and, like, your friends before and then you don't talk to each other for, like, four or five years and then you rekindle that friendship, you know, it's like, you haven't talked in so long. In my case, that's what happened. I haven't talked in so long, yeah. but I just, you it know. It wasn't a stranger. It wasn't a stranger, so I knew it, and I was comfortable enough to ask, Yeah. are you trying to marry me or not? You know what I mean? Like, yeah. And then from there, I can determine, okay, peace out if you're not, and if you are, okay, let's keep, let's keep it moving. not, cut it. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Ah, do you guys believe in love before marriage? I think the real love comes after marriage. Mm-hmm. But, like, in terms of getting married, when you're saying how do you the one, do you think to yourself, okay, I love this person, let's get married, or I think he'll be a good husband and I'll get married, let's get married? I think... What is, what's the thought process? I think, oh, that's the something thought process I'm bad a good husband. Exactly. I don't no. want to say that. And that's so depressing. What? So, you know, <laughs> I don't want to be on our wedding day when they're playing, like, Brian McKnight. It's like, oh, oh he's going to be a great father. <laughs> Look at yeah. me, Schultz. No, I... He's going to kill all the spiders for me. Exactly. <laughs> Your little struggle <laughs> but what I would say it's not even that I okay that's something I kind of battle with in a weird way I think that I think that you can love someone before marriage but you can fall in love with them in a different way after marriage mm-hmm. of course yeah. the closer so yeah I think that you can love someone before marriage okay yeah yeah, yeah. I, I like I kind of like like uh, yeah I do yeah yeah I'm just period. I, I just said I just said you like I like you love after to hit a checklist first. Okay, mine is kind of like a low key interview type thing. So, <laughs> like, I ask all the questions. If they don't meet that, then it's not like a bad mm-hmm. thing. Whatever, yeah. go ahead, go to the next person. Right. Um, but for me, my ideal is to get to know him, and then get married within like the first year and a half right mm-hmm. but i don't feel like you can love a person that quickly at no. least i don't no, no i don't right know that, yeah. um i can like you a lot mm-hmm. but of course i'm gonna like but, you but more you than have my friends too but um it's like it's the not, idea it's not what? compared to like my family love you know like you never love someone like you love your you there's yeah but then yeah but then they become your family right so if i'm like about to marry him so it's the idea. I don't of love. love him to the point where it's like I can't live without you. Yeah. You know? No. It's not. like it's like the idea of I loving him comes after. Yeah, it comes after. Yeah. That's why I think it comes after. What about you, Bela? I want to love before marriage. <laughs> oh. I feel like it's hard. Like yeah. I know the thing is like you can't technically like 
say you love somebody before, but I don't know if I can even be close to somebody I don't care about. You know what I mean? No, but you care about them. Yeah, but I feel like it's kind of depressing. But like, no, caring and loving is two different things. I know it's hard. I don't know. It's hard, honestly. I'm confused. Almost romantic. I love it. (laughs) (laughs) No, but it's like... We need to stop going to movies. (laughs) Yeah, literally. (laughs) No, it's because me physically, I don't think I can marry somebody that I'm just lukewarm about. Yeah. Like, for me, it's like, I'm not saying that I'm going to die without you, like, Jack or something. Like, you know, Titanic. (laughs) But what I'm saying is... I love your qualities yeah. and I love the person you are mm-hmm. and I love who you are with my family mm-hmm. and I love what kind of spouse I know or hope you will be yeah. mm-hmm. and what I can see I love the type of father I know you will like mm-hmm. I hope I you love will us be. together yeah. like that's what I mean you know what I mean like you're loving the potential exactly yeah. and if his potential is you've seen clear follow through in the course of the relationship mm-hmm. yeah but the thing is, I feel like there's also a time when it's like, like, yo, some people I know have gotten married after they've met someone three times. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. They knew them for like a month a and month. a half. A month. Well, I know people Weeks. who got married after a month. month. And I know people wow. who got married to people after eight years. I know. It's like when you're getting to know somebody, ask questions, right? Don't ask just them. go into it. Because yeah. you don't usually be, they end up divorced. You don't want to fall in it's love. because they don't know each other, right? Yeah. yeah. You, you, have don't to, you don't want to fall in love. Exactly. And, yeah. And just compromise and stuff, right? That's not a good um, exactly. idea. But yeah, that was a really good episode, guys. Um, you guys should go ahead and check us out again at OT Podcast and all our social medias, Twitter, Snapchat. And go ahead and hit us up on Gmail at otpodcast at gmail.com. Hit us up with some questions, guys. Come on, like or some topics. Yeah, so yeah. Topic suggestion. Yeah, yeah. yeah. All Th- right. Thank you so much for listening, and have yourself a good day. Bye, guys. Bye.